Welcome to After a Few Podcast. On this episode, we have special guests from the back-to-back Ren Wiffleball champion Beavers, Cole and Brocky Fresh Ralston. We also have much discussed on our fantasy football draft from Sunday, including best and worst drafts by our friends. Lots of segments to touch on, and as always, our Would You Rather of the Week. Our beer this episode is brought to you by my sister and her friends. Total rookie move leaving beer in my parents' fridge after their uh, party this weekend. So, uh, yeah, here's to the free beer, and uh, let's get it in. That's what she said. How ridiculous. This guy's serious right now. A little incoherent. What's happening? Throwing bangers out. OH! Here we go. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This week, we are going to open with a new segment called Dumbass of the Week. This segment, we're going to introduce weekly, and it's going to be a celebrity or figure in the news, or one of our friends, perhaps, that has just made a complete dumbass of themselves for the week. So this week, our inaugural... Dumbass of the week is going to be Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, our first dumbass of the week. He recently has resurfaced in the news with his latest mistress or partner, Lindsey Vaughn, former skier who got her phone hacked. And now there are nudie photos of the both of them all over the internet. What do you think about that? I mean, first thing I can think of is like who is taking the pictures. Like, how are, how are both of you all naked? Are you guys just taking pictures of yourself, or what's going on? I don't know. Maybe there's a third party involved. You never know. I mean, with Tiger, you just never know. You never know. I mean, so... What? I, I would mean, say he's not... His rehab wasn't entirely effective. Is that an accurate statement? I would say his rehab got cut short. Um, <laughs> <laughs> naturally. Naturally. I mean, the guy is just on a downward spiral, and I... Mean, I uh, what else do you do? I don't know. He was he was one of my heroes growing up. Right. Until, I mean, until this, what have you even heard of him in the news, right? Like, I mean, the most that I've heard in the news is uh, him maybe playing in a major, and then I get really excited, and uh, I can't wait for it. And then two days before, he withdraws due to back issues. Right. So, uh, I, you know, it, golf is just not the same without Tiger, but I totally agree that he is deserving of this award. He has let me down on multiple occasions. Um, I don't care about all that other stuff. Like, why are you not on the golf course making birdies? So so you don't you don't care about him making uh, one too many birdies with his three wood, if you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, I care about that, like to a point. But like, I think Elon cared about it. Yeah, I mean, she obviously (laughs) cared about it, but like, she went after him with a golf club, right? Right. Um, But my thing (laughs) is like. I don't, I don't care what people do, like, make me happy. Like, on Sunday, when I want to take a nap, I want to wake up, and I want to see Tiger Woods in the right. lead in the 14th hole, and I want to watch the last four holes, and, you know, I want him to win. Like, rather, uh, he he's in the news for bad, he's getting bad pub. Right. But, uh, well, I'd rather see him on the course. I don't care what he's doing, like, Pre, pre-social media, like, all these guys could do whatever they wanted. 
So that's true. It wasn't as prominent before the social so like media he, explosion, w- right? Uh, he basically grew up in the era. He didn't have Snapchat back then, right. so it was he harder not, to get caught. You know, did <laughs> not have Snapchat. So he, you know, he started in the era. He was he was unreal, and uh, everybody had their Nokia phones and their flip phones <laughs> and didn't ha- know what was going on. And now we got uh, people sharing videos of everybody everywhere. All these celebrities are getting, cru- you know, they're getting crucified, basically. So, so are you blaming Tiger Woods' downfall on social media? I mean, I'm blaming, like, him playing bad. I don't care about his <laughs> personal life. I could care less about that. Gotcha. Just, so, so do you, you just want to see a good athlete perform and not have to worry about all the extraneous crap? Correct. I, I do it for my enjoyment only. Like, I want to see good golf. And I, I'm not saying I don't see good golf. Like, I, I'm a... You know, I like Jordan Spieth. I like all these guys, Jason Day, all these guys that are playing. But, like, Tiger, man, that dude was the legend. Well, unfortunately, but, I think he's getting some enjoyment out of a lot more than golf, and that's where he lost his focus. So Yeah, but the dude is, like, one of the richest athletes of all time, but he is definitely deserving of this award. Like, get it together, yep. Tiger, man. You're, yep. you're letting me down. Tiger, bro. congratulations. You are our first dumbass of the week. Speaking of one of the richest athletes of all time, Let's talk about Mayweather McGregor coming up in a couple of days this Saturday. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. I've heard uh, there's, there's just so much buzz around how good Mayweather is going to be. Like, I'm just a UFC guy, you know? Like, what, what do you want me to do about it? Yeah, but this isn't UFC. It's boxing. Yeah, and that's where... That's the thing. Like, I... I mean, we got some stats here that are that are just ridiculous, and uh, I I don't understand how he is such an underdog. May like Mayweather is good. He's old. Yeah, I mean, he's forty years old. His last fight was in November of two thousand fifteen. It's been two years. He's been inactive for two years. You know, you think that's he retired? Be- he retired. He retired for the second time. For the second time after his fight with Birdo. Uh, one decisively retired for the second time. Do you think that's going to be a factor in this fight, the fact that he's been off for two years? I don't think that that's going to be a factor at all. My thing is if uh, if McGregor can land a couple punches early, I think it will be a decent fight. Like, I think people are just not – like, people are discarding McGregor. I don't understand it. Um, I mean, the dude can take punches. Like, is Mayweather seriously going to uh, knock him out? Is this? It, I mean, are they serious about that? They could. I mean, he could. <laughs> but dude, how McGreg- good is McGregor's boxing? I mean, it's probably not great. I mean, if I mean, he's got he's got a good stand up game, but his evasive boxing. I mean, going against somebody that doesn't have all these outs because McGregor's wrestling is is wonderful. His ground game is good, and I think that's going to add to his stamina for this fight. I think if he can evade any knockout punches from Mayweather that he'll take it well into the second half of this fight. No question. He's got the stamina to do it. And I mean, you've got what five championship rounds in UFC for five minutes, five, five minute rounds. I yeah. mean, that's a lot of time. That is a lot of time. So I don't think stamina is going to be an issue here, but he doesn't have the other outlets that he would otherwise in the UFC. You know, it's just, you and me, toe-to-toe, boxing, that's it. There's no takedowns. There's no roundhouse kicks. There's no nothing. Yeah, but, I mean, his punches are lethal. I don't know. I'm I'm going to... 
Yeah, but maybe I'm gonna they're... I'm gonna reserve my pick for uh, our a later episode. Um, well, this... special coverage of the of the fight this weekend coming up. We'll give our picks then. Yeah, we do uh, want to let you guys know we are gonna do a uh, a little intro. We're gonna get some predictions from a couple of our buddies. We're gonna give our own predictions, and then uh, we're gonna do a little recap um, after the fight when uh, we're good and a uh, little bit intoxicated. We're going to give you our uh, feedback after the fight, and we're going to break it down like what we thought went right and what we thought went wrong for each of them. And how pissed we are at all the money that we lost. Yeah, I mean, we are going to spend that 100 bucks, and uh, we're just going to go for it. I mean, I don't... I, you got to get the fight. I mean, they're hyping it up so much. Um, speaking of hyping it up, like Vegas is taking some of these nutty bets. Right. What, what's the What's the line as of as of today? The line that I saw was minus four hundred for. Yeah. McGregor. So that is that is very conservative. I've seen uh, some sports books are still going minus five hundred, um, and uh, the bet that the biggest bet out there right now that we have uh, that we are aware of. Uh, somebody bet $850,000 on Mayweather to win. So, I mean, that's uh, that's a chunk of change. My God, what what do you win out of that, though? At uh, Say say it's minus say it's minus 400. What are you winning, like a couple hundred thousand dollars? So let me break this down for you. Uh, the starting line on, on Floyd, this is starting when they... Uh, when actually, they announced it. When they announced the fight, yes. Uh, you bet... You bet eleven hundred dollars, one thousand one hundred dollars, to win a hundred. Okay, <laughs> so everybody in the world right now is betting on McGregor because the odds are so nuts. They were so nuts. So, right. so they're uh, Vegas is kind of trying to even this out a little bit. But, but right, now they're down at four or five hundred though. So that would mean so you so have to bet right now. Right now they're at. Uh, Bet five hundred dollars to win a hundred. Right. So, so it's went down considerably. A little, a little more than half. It's went down. Yeah. It's went down considerably. So let's uh, let's take this a little bit a little ditty into consideration. You uh, McGregor started at seventeen to one, meaning you bet a hundred dollars. McGregor wins. You win seventeen hundred dollars. And right now, people like they are saying. Uh, there, there was a sports uh, sports book that came out today on ESPN that said uh, that 16 out of 17 bets are going on McGregor right now. So that means the whole house, everybody's betting the farm on McGregor. And if they win, they're going to win a lot more than the farm. Right. First of all, I think the odds closing as much as they have in the weeks, it's just, it's due to hype. It's all the hype that McGregor's getting hype this fight is getting it's it's going to be huge you know there hasn't really been anything like it i don't think um in sports short of like rocky balboa versus thunderlips and, oh, come and on. rocky come 3, on come you on know? come on <laughs> no but seriously it, it's you haven't seen anything like it before um mcgregor's getting hyped way up and you know i think it's going to be interesting i think it's going to be a good matchup but it's the the bets that are going on right now are, are crazy but it's a great thing for vegas Either yeah. way, but you know, uh, not really because if uh, McGregor wins, Vegas is going to lose. I mean, they're not even going to be. A, they're they're, <laughs> they're not going to have a football team anymore. <laughs> they're uh, they're a fifteen dollar buffet. All you can eat just went up to about forty five a pop. So get ready for that if you're going to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, well, I know two people that will be able to afford that buffet if it does go up to that much, and that's going to be two fighters in this matchup. 
because the purse for this fight is just supposed to be ridiculous. So uh-huh. from the Pacquiao fight, Mayweather and Pacquiao a couple years ago, back in May of 2015, yeah. uh, pay-per-view on that was almost reportedly 400 million total revenue, not, not just going to the fighters, mm. total revenue. Okay. In this fight, depending upon what the pay-per-view sales are, and remember, it's a hundred dollars this time. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks for this pay-per-view on Showtime. The fighters themselves could stand to clear three to four hundred million dollars. Now, total revenue from a the piece. Pacquiao fight. No, 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 total. Oh, I mean, that's so much money. But, like, what do you do? Like, it, and the worst part about it is, this literally could be a ten-second fight, that, or it could be like a twelve-round fight. You just don't know. I don't, you know, I don't think it'll be a 10 second fight, but you're right. It could, you know, anything can happen. Like it could be crazy. So at a $3 million estimated purse going to the fighters, it was projected that Mayweather would be taken 230 million and McGregor would be taken 70 million of that. So it's about a, you know, two thirds, one third split there. Why is he getting 230 and McGregor's only getting 70? Because he's the hype baby. He's money Mayweather. He's the promoter. He's got his company. Same thing he tried to do with Pacquiao. Pacquiao won the 50-50 back in 2012, 2013. It took him two, three years to put that fight and together because he wouldn't fight, pony up. And that was the worst fight I've ever watched in my life. It was. It was boring, to be honest. I mean, that is... So uh, I, th- I mean, I think this will be more exciting, but you know, at the same time, $70 million for one fight it's more than Conor McGregor would yeah, ever I make mean, in the I'm UFC. Paying, I'm paying a million dollars to go in there and just get punched in the face and fall down. For $70 million, I'd go and fight Mayweather I, for I would God's do it for sakes. a million. I'd do it for a million. I wouldn't do it for a million. You wouldn't fight? You would not fight McGregor for a million dollars? No, because the plastic surgery I'm going to have to have after that's over is going to cost well over a million dollars. you know what I would do? I would take a sleeping pill, I'd get a lawn chair, and get a six-pack of beer, and go out there and sit in the corner, and if he hit me in the face before I finished my six-pack, then I'm making a million dollars. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be sober if I was going to, I can tell you that. I'm just saying Good a million, a million dollars is not, a, not enough for me. Not when I know much. Yeah. How much his promotions I mean, thinking, are worth. Yeah, I mean, thinking about it, I might have to get the liquor out for that one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You at least, you know, at least need a few shots. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so some people are accusing McGregor of just doing it for the money now, but why wouldn't you? It's $70 million. That's more than he's ever made in his career for one single fight. Let's move on from that. But like, yeah, we, anyway. did, like we did say, we are going to, uh, we're going to do a little, we're going to do a little special. So we have some breaking news to interrupt our regularly scheduled segment this week. We have just got word that Kyrie Irving has been traded to the Boston Celtics. The Cavs have completed a trade with the Celtics in exchange for a package that includes Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Andre Zizic, and Brooklyn's 2018 first-round pick. Kyrie is going to be a Celtic. Uh, my God. I mean, this just, this is a tangled web and I don't, I don't really like to get it into LeBron takes, but I'm going to feed this back to LeBron. Like, why, why can't you figure it out and win titles? Like what is going on? You Kyrie. So Kyrie going to the Celtics basically tells me, this is what it tells me that, uh, if the Cavs are willing to trade their their second best player to the uh, Boston Celtics, 
they yes, they're getting they're getting Isaiah Thomas, which is still questionable in my mind. Like, I mean, he's he he's had a couple good years. Like, he is no Kyrie Irving, that's for sure. Jay Crowder, garbage. Uh, Ante Zizic, don't even know who that dude is. Brooklyn's 2018 pick. I mean, you know how those Brooklyn uh, draft picks turn out. They're terrible. Um, so basically what I'm saying is is LeBron is definitely not staying in Cleveland, and that's they're, they're selling the farm right now. Cleveland, I don't understand. Like, who cares what Kyrie says? Keep him on the team. Get to the NBA Finals. Compete for a ring. How I mean, what like what else do you want to do? Right. You just you now now you have no camaraderie. You bring uh you bring uh, Isaiah Thomas in. You bring Jay Crowder in, and now they're supposed to just play with LeBron. What are they going to do? Like they're going to be spot up shooters. How has that worked out in the past before we went to Miami? Right. Like you tried to bring all these I mean, guys in. Literally, literally, we're going to see this year LeBron James not passing and going for fifty to sixty points a game, trying every single night. Either that, or he's not going to play. Like we're, he's going to go to away arenas. They're going to make the, they're going to make the uh, Eastern Conference. They're going to try to make the playoffs. So it doesn't matter if they're a one seed. It doesn't matter if they're an eight seed. But once it's playoff time, LeBron is going to go all in, and he he's going to take over. He's going to try to figure out what's going on with him and Isaiah and uh, Jay Crowder, and I don't even know who this other clown is. Uh, <laughs> But basically, basically, they're going to have to try to make it work. But LeBron is wasting a season. He could have got to the finals with Kyrie. The East was a cakewalk. Right. Even with Gordon Hayward going to the Boston Celtics, they are not as good as the Cleveland Cavaliers. The East is still soft. I mean, sure. the East is so soft. Like, he could have walked to the finals. But no, no one wants to keep their mouth shut. Everybody wants to play hero ball. Well, now LeBron's going to have to put up or shut up. And it's it, it makes me mad. Like, what... Now LeBron's gone. I mean, yeah, he's going to go. He's probably, go, what is he, going to the Lakers? If he goes to the Lakers. So you think LeBron's gone? He's he's for gone. Sure. For sure. You don't trade Kyrie Irving. Like, you try to fix that. I don't know. Like, what are you doing? I mean, is there a rift between those two? Like, what's, what's I don't, going on I here? have no idea. I have no idea. Like, but I'm, I'm just wondering what's it's going ridiculous. on behind It's ridiculous. Doors, like, you know, it was not like, it wasn't like LeBron wasn't still getting his, his buckets right. and still getting his assists. Uh, Kyrie wasn't still getting his buckets and his assists. This is Kyrie's thing. He's hitting the big shot. He's hitting the three to put him over the top against the Warriors a couple years ago, and he's getting no credit. And that's and he is he's upset. And and LeBron, yeah, but do you? Dude, even, it's LeBron's game. Do you even have those opportunities without LeBron though? No, he's the best player in the world. Exactly. But what I, I'm saying, what I'm saying is Kyrie. Kyrie is trying to put himself in position right now, which I totally understand to to take that torch. Like LeBron's, LeBron has like two, a uh, like one or two year he's on window. The, he's on the he's on the backside of his yeah, career. He's got sure. he's got a one or two year window where he's going to be the best player in the league, and then after that, like somebody else is going to have to step up. Now Kyrie wants to be that guy, but he's going to do it in Boston now, though apparently. Yeah, but who else they got? They got nobody. They got Al Horford. They got Gordon Hayward. They got, I mean, their team is not very good either way. And and uh, he wants a trade. Like, dude, the dude is just lucky that he did not get traded to, like, the uh, Phoenix Suns or the Memphis Grizzlies. Well, like, I think, well, that brings up a good point, too. I think it's interesting that they, they trade him to the rivals, right, to Boston. 
Like yeah, and that's what tells that's me he's gone. That's yeah. what tells me he's gone. They want that. They want that Brooklyn draft pick. So they're going to try to rebuild with him. Uh, who's going to come to Cleveland? Uh, AKA Dan Gilbert. What the f are you doing? I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Ain't Tim, no one coming to Cleveland. Maybe Tim Tebow will take a stand at basketball. You never know. Yeah, my name is uh, <laughs> Paul George, and I'm going to come back and play with... Uh... Exactly. Maybe Michael Jordan's coming out of retirement. You never know. Don't want him. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, LeBron's leaving, and it's sad because Cleveland... I mean, it's like, I hate I hated LeBron my whole life. Like, he's in a spot, and I, and I, I never rooted for him. But, like, it's... I wanted him, like, if... if Somebody's going to compete against the Warriors right now. It's got to be LeBron James. Right. And he doesn't have the... Now, now, he does not have the utilities. Now, the Warriors walk through. The Warriors walk through. They don't even have a... They just broke up the best team in the East, and they broke up the second best team in the East. Dude, the Boston Celtics had the number... They were number one in the playoffs last year. They were the number one seed. So, do you think with this trade now that Kyrie's going to Boston, you think Boston goes to the finals? no, no. No. No? No. Who goes to the finals Dude, in the East? LeBron jump LeBron jumps over Kyrie, uh, teabags him on the way up, and they make it to the finals and then get swept by the by the Warriors. So you're saying if LeBron stays in Cleveland, Cleveland's going back to the finals still without Kyrie. This year he can't leave. He's he's uh he's still under contract for one more year and then he's a free agent. So uh he he has leverage after this year, but right now, like Who's trading LeBron James? Like, are you stupid? Like, are you at least He's not going to... Kyrie Irving. Yeah, but are you not going to, like, try to sell tickets? Are you trying not to sell jerseys? Like, are you trying not to get people to the game? Like, you trade LeBron James, you might as well, like, like start the riots in Cleveland. Like, it's over. That wouldn't be the first time. I'm just saying, would like, not be the if, first if time. Dan Gilbert does that, literally, he is going to get assassinated. I, that's what they said about Art Modell when he moved uh, to Browns. I mean, there's nothing else to say. I think the... I think Dan Gilbert's a moron. Like, like bring them both together. So should Dan Gilbert have been our dumbass of the week then? Is that the... Well, right now he should have been. <laughs> Jesus Moses. You know what I would have done? I would have got a 30-pack of Bush. We'd have got Kyrie and LeBron together, and we'd have started bonging beers, and then we'd have figured this thing Boys, out. figure this out. Yeah. yeah, we're figuring this out. We're getting to the finals, but tonight we're going to figure this out. That's right. I mean, that's what we would have done. Oh, I don't know. Goodness. This is That's ridiculous, and I can't believe... We just got a call uh, from one of my buddies, Dave. He he calls us, interrupts our podcast, which I'm glad he did because now it gives me a hot take. Now I'm tipped. <laughs> now I'm upset. There's no even. There's no reason to watch NBA anymore. Like there's no reason the Warriors walking. Like now the Warriors could literally play play 60 games. They could sit the rest of the rest of their players and. Uh, they could they could win a championship. All you got to do is get in the get in the playoffs. I mean, the East is. You might as well like shoot dice on the East side. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make there. a prediction for you though. Yeah. I am gonna predict that the Warriors do not make it to the finals this year. You're, this upcoming season. Well, then. Warriors ain't going back. I'll bet you a bottle of liquor on that deal. Your right. choice. Well, you might Winner, as well just winner's go by. choice. You might as well go buy that right now. Hey. That's fine. Even even with breaking up the Cavs and the Celtics, Warriors don't make it back this year. It's summer. No way. I don't really want to talk about NBA, but <laughs> you are definitely wrong on that. There's right. no possible way. We will see. Moving on. 
We have a special coverage this week. Uh, we're doing a segment on fantasy football. We just had our draft this past week, and what, how do you how do you feel about your team now after we've after we've drafted? What are your, what are your personal feelings? How do you think uh, it went? I mean, just like everybody else, after the draft, you feel like you have the best team in the goddamn world, and uh, I, you just can't wait for them to like bend over and but, take a dump until like week two. Then you're like, oh god, what what happened? Yeah, I was really I was really laughing though, not not laughing, but. I was really, uh, I texted uh, Money today, and uh, Odell got hit the other night. I seen that. Or last night. And uh, they they thought he broke, like, did something crazy. And I texted him, and I said, hey, Odell's out for the week. He texted me back. He said, what are you smoking? And I'm like, did you watch the hit? And he didn't even text me back, so he must have watched it, and he'd been, must have been, <laughs> he, he, he must have been, yeah, he must have been uh, started about to cry. <laughs> Because that was his first pick. Oh uh, my god! I mean, we can get into uh, yeah. Let, let's let's talk worst worst draft now. We actually we have a a special guest with us on worst draft picks this week, uh, Mister Alan LeBounty. Oh my gosh, Alan! I, mean, I don't Alan. know what you were thinking. Alan, you are our honorary second dumbass of the week. I mean, you got to be right up there because this is, I mean, this is Alan to a T. This dude is, this dude. Classic Alan. Oh, God. Take a listen. Here we go. What's going on? So uh, we see that you had picked up uh, Anquan Bolden. How do you feel about that pickup? I think it was a pretty solid pickup in uh, that point in the draft. Yeah, me too. Uh 32 minutes ago, Twitter just posted that he announced with the Buffalo Bills that he retired. How do you feel about that now? Uh, I'm going to have to say in hindsight, that's probably the worst pick I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just looked on Twitter, and I was like, oh, who did it? And then I was like, oh, God, it's Al. I've not got to call him. What kind of f***ing timing is that? <laughs> that's only Alan right there, baby. Um, so that might have been the worst pick in the draft. Worst pick in the draft. Anybody could have made that kind of mistake, so you really can't hold uh, hold that blame on me. Yeah. Would have been somebody else if it hadn't been me. So, of course, it, it's me, though. Yeah, we had to make the phone call, and uh, we just welcomed you to after a few podcasts. Well, it's good to I hear from you. I just have to uh, thank you for ruining my night, and uh, I don't know where to go from here. Wow. Just unbelievable. Alan, I love you. But you still got Anquan Bolin on your team as of today. Calvin Johnson's ranked about number 200. He's on waivers. Pick him up. He's more likely to come back than Anquan Bolden. Good God. I mean, we just talked to Alan. He, what? The dude, like, swapped the guy out. Get him off your bench. He retired. You're right. You've got, you've got plenty of viable options. Good grief. Let's, uh, let's work our way to the best and worst drafts of the... Uh... Sounds good. So that was the worst pick. Co dumbass of the week. Co. So who's your uh, who's your pick for the best draft and why? I mean, it's hard to tell right now. I really, I really, really like my team, and obviously, I'm gonna pick my team. But uh, I, I gotta go with old uh, Hayden. I gotta go with Hayden. He's a uh, he was in the championship last year. He's got a uh, Aaron Rodgers, Melvin Gordon, Demarius Thomas. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Zach Ertz. Uh, questionable pick with Allen Robinson in his flex, but 
my surprise pick that I think is going to pay off for him. He took Ezekiel Elliott at 22. I really like that pick. And, I mean, obviously you can't start him, but... If you can hold on through the suspension, though, he's going to pay dividends later in the season. And, yeah, I, I really think that if Hayden can maintain like a... Uh, two and two. The first, I I really think he's going to get knocked down to four game, uh, four game suspension, not six. You think so? I I really do think so. And then, uh, so if Hayden can, if that happens, Hayden can go two and two, and then he gets Zeke back. He's fresh. He's four games. I I really think Hayden's got a chance to do something here. Um, we'll see how it pans out. I mean, obviously, you got to pick up. You got to be on the waiver wire, like be active with that. Um, but right. I, I, I really like, I really like the what, what he did there with that. Yeah, uh, who you got? I agree. Uh, so I actually, I'm gonna take uh Justin in this. Actually, I like Justin's team overall. I think it's well rounded. Um, you picked money. I'm picking money. You know, as long as Odell Beckham Jr. is okay. You know, you've got Kelvin Benjamin, Carolina. I think he's he gonna, reached for him though. He reached for him. I know he did, but I like him. I don't. I wouldn't have reached that high for him, but I like that pick. I do. Uh, he's got explosive speed. He's got amazing hands. You know, I think he's going to be a have a really breakout season more so than what he's already had. Martellus Bennett is going to be a solid tight end with Green Bay. Uh, Spencer Wears in his flex right now. Um, you know, you've got Carlos Hyde, Lamar Miller, Lamar Miller's role at Houston. I did know. want to ask you though, while you're on that topic, do you start a uh do you start a running back? Like, I mean, obviously he's RB one. Sure. Do you start him in your flex in a PPR? It depends. It depends on what the rest of your bench looks like. And I'm not sure that I would start him, however, with Kansas City's offense i think that as fast as he is as quick as he is you're going to see a lot of dump passes to him it depends on the style of offense that you run right so if you've got like a danny woodhead for example who i know that you picked but danny woodhead of old you know with the the teams he's played with before you know he's more like a scat back you know you can you can put him in the slot you can run a wishbone you know you can have him split out whatever you want to do it's going to take a lot of passes. I think you're going to see a similar role like that from from Spencer Ware, to be honest with you. I think he's going to get some passes. So what, what I'm saying is in a PPR league, if you're going to have a back that's going to get receptions, the backfield doesn't matter if he gets tackled for a two-yard loss. It's still one point for the reception. Right. And the craziest part about Money's team is he's got Stephon Diggs on the bench. That dude was a blow-up. Yep. He was blowing up last year. He's got Jason Witten, the veteran, as a tight end, too, to Martellus Bennett. Right. I don't know how good of a year Martellus is going to have just because he's the first year in Green Bay, and they have so many weapons. uh, Who they got? They got Randall Cobb. They got uh, uh, Devontae Adams. They got Jordy Nelson. They got – who's the running back? Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. I mean, they got – they don't have John Coon anymore, right? I don't, I don't, do they have Cooney? No, anymore? they don't. No, they I don't. don't. Know. I'm joking. If they, they do, don't. he's getting all the goal line no, chances. He, he, you know, you know what I'm saying. They have so many options, and Rogers spreads the ball out. But he's it's a good new. outlet, though. He likes I his think, tight ends. I think he's uh, in red zone situations. I think he's a 25 point or like two point game. I know he's going to be a breaker bust kind of guy for sure. But so, 
Well, but like you said, he's got the you've got the veteran Jason Winton in Dallas backing him up. So hopefully, if that doesn't work out for him, you can swap the two out. But I just think that best draft as far as is most well rounded. You know, you've got uh, Andy Dalton and QB, Eli Manning backing him up on the bench. I think you can play matchups on them and switch them in and out. And I just think overall well rounded. I, I think that he has the the best draft with well rounded. I sure. do. I do. Uh... I do now looking at his team. I do think the uh, kind of the same way that you do. I do want to move on to the uh, worst draft and who who you got for that? Do worst, you have- worst draft? And I already think that we're going to agree on this one. Uh, I am also taking Allen on the worst draft. You're taking Allen, but here's the thing: I was going to take Allen, but then I seen a worse team. So go go. Did you? Yeah, I okay. did. Okay. Well. I, I, you know, I hate to bag on Allen. He has some good picks. Gosh, dang it, Allen. I'm not, Pick a good team. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. He has he has some okay picks, but I think overall, just given the the draft, it's if not the worst, the riskiest draft for sure. Yep, rookies. A lot of rookies and a lot of veterans, including the now retired Anquan Bolton. That we still we've got him on his about. bench. Allen, get him bench. off your bench. I, I am looking at him right now. Just. You know, pick up uh, Braxton Miller from Houston. He's on waivers. Pick up anybody. Be, pick uh, up Bentley, my three. dog. Yeah, you know, pick up pick up Chase, your dog. Who knows? Yeah, do whatever you got to do. But no, so, you know, we've got uh, Jameis Winston starting QB here with Carson Wentz backing him up. Jameis Winston. I like Jameis this year. I think he's going to have a breakout year. He's got Mike Evans, and he has, uh, and he still has, uh, what's his name? His his weapons don't matter though. Oh, his man. weapons don't matter. He's he's a breaker bust. He's still a head. He's case. got da- he's, he's got too young. He's got Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be deep down the field. Mike Evans little hitches. But can he throw it to them? And can he? I think he's more of a mobile quarterback out of the pocket. Can he perform under pressure I, though? I, and can he make those accurate throws when he's on the move? That's my question. I you know you've got Leonard Fournette. Who could be big for Jacksonville? They need somebody bad. It's just, it's a rookie, big risk, you know. And they uh, have no passing game. No passing game whatsoever. So, who are so you going to throw it to? Who are you right. going to throw it to? You got Blake Bortles. So you put it on You put it on Fournette's shoulders. He could have a big year. But injury injuries come into play in that when you try and work a rookie yep. that hard in the NFL. Totally agree. You know? uh, totally agree. You know, I, I, I do like, though, the couple of picks that I do definitely like from this team I like Terrell Pryor at Washington. I think Kirky is going to find a good receiver in him that he's going to perform well. Especially with uh, he's athletic. He's uh, so he's going to be their number two receiver. Their number two. But uh, Jamison Crowder is going to demand the attention in that uh, in that lineup. So he's going to be their number one. And honest to God, he might be their number three right now. And it's kind of like. One, two, or three is kind of mix and match, and I think it could be hit or miss because you still got Jordan Reed at the uh, at the uh, tight end position, right? And um, well, it, it's, it, it it's, depends on how defenses play him too. Because if you roll your best corner over on yeah, but if you Crowder, play, if you play him one on one, he's gonna tear you up. Yeah. So I don't know what defenses are gonna do with that, but I like we'll the pick, and I think uh, Allen is definitely more deserving of the award because, like we said. Allen has been uh, the the retard of the week. 
<laughs> co-dumbass of the week with yeah. Tiger Woods. Okay, so so not to bag on Al anymore. Who, who's who's your pick? So my pick is going to go with the the team that had the number one overall pick in the draft, and it's going to be uh, Dane Trees. He had uh, he did pick Le'Veon Bell, and I know he went with his heart there, but you can't really go with your He's, heart. You got to go with David Johnson at number one. You you do. I agree. I mean I mean I mocked. I I probably mocked probably twenty. 20 drafts everybody had him going everybody one. had yep. david johnson i mean you can't you can't go with Le'Veon bell he went with his heart which i appreciate but then after that it just totally falls off he's got Derek carr at quarterback he's a good pick but is he gonna is he gonna be like a top tier three quarterback probably not and then he's got marshawn lynch i mean marshawn is coming back he took a year off he's got des bryant who who demands the ball, but that can also be trouble because if he ain't getting the ball, then he's gonna throw a fit. Right. Um, and you got a lot of other weapons too. He's got Emmanuel Sanders, who has no quarterback. I'm a Broncos fan. Jeez, a Moses. And we're uh, now they they said we're starting Trevor Simeon. That is just disaster. Paxton Lynch didn't pay out. Uh, we got Delaney Walker. He's a great. He's he's one of the top five tight ends. But how many? How many uh, looks is he going to get per game? The Tennessee, well, especially you got new weapons at Tennessee now too, remember? New weapons. You got Decker going there. You've got DeMarco Murray's there now. You know, he's not going to be as much of a safety net as he was before. I think that offense is going to change a little bit I, this year. I just don't like it. And Mark Ingram, I really don't like because I think he's going to get, like, faded out by AP. I think AP is going to, like – eventually win that starting job i think he will too. not not starting job but he's going to be more the third down back that's going to be getting all the points he's still superhuman though that's the thing and you know do you think that if they get a third down on the you know they get a third down now they're first and goal um on the two yard line they hurry up offense you think they're gonna switch mark ingram in or you think they're gonna keep ap in to get touchdowns i think you're gonna keep ap in got to you have to got to I mean, Panthers D, good pickup. I, I mean, they're they're one of the top tiers in the league. I say one of the top ten. Matt Bryant, he's kicking on turf. I like it, but you can't win games with the kickers. No, no. I, I don't know. Do I think he's got a. I don't know. An uphill battle ahead of him. I hope he doesn't uh, feel like he drafted well because I mean that that team. I would not want to have that team. <laughs> All right, so we got our picks for worst draft. You feel like your draft went pretty well, yeah. I, I feel like it went well, but then I'm going to be in the position where I'm. I, I've, I I really haven't been in this position before where I got to decide who to start and sit. Right. So I feel like I got like decent players that can score points on the bench, and I feel like I got good players on my on my roster that can score points. It's just going to be like matchups. I'm gonna I'm gonna my goal this year is to play the matchups. And uh, you have to, and we'll we'll see how it works out. I mean, it's probably obviously how fantasy football works out for me every year. Is I play the wrong guy, guy scores forty on my bench, and then I get ticked, and then I gotta go get a new computer at Best Buy because I just broke it. Who was uh, who was your number one overall pick? My number one overall pick was Julio Jones. I skipped on Odell Beckham, thank God. Woo! <laughs> but no, I. I I, I got to go with Julio. He had a huge year last year, and I, I really think that they're going to be uh, trying to feed him, especially um, especially because their their receiving core is a little bit limited, but I, I feel like that he's going to have a breakout year. I really do. Yeah, agreed. 
I really do. And uh, I uh, also want to touch on uh, Grady, my uh, the other player in our league. Well, I mean, he he wants to be an absolute he, moron. He we, has an interesting team name. I think he has that's a, where he you're has going. a he has a team name that uh, I just want to kick him for. He named. So last episode we talked about how my wife wanted in the fantasy football league and no one wanted him no one wanted her in here because of the collusion. Um Grady names his team pre-draft my wife's name and uh tries to fool everybody thinking my wife has a team in it. Now, I got I got uh one text, but I I I really expected it to blow up. I I think I, I've got to give a shout out to Grady on this one. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a great draft strategy, if not to just stir everything up and blow up your phone, get everybody upset with you and see what was going on. I, I Grady, shout out to you on that one, buddy. I thought it was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, good. what are friends for? Just stirring <laughs> crap, you know. Well, just, not to mention, did your wife make any comments about how she wasn't still in the draft? She was not happy. <laughs> I, I did uh, mention that to her, and she was... Uh, not happy. Oh, look out, Grady! Ash is coming and, after uh, you. She she actually was trying to reach for a computer to see if she was drafting. She <laughs> thought she might have got invited still, but I uh, laid that wall down. Yeah. Quick. Okay. So uh, did want to touching on that topic. Uh, my wife was was happy that she thought she might have been in the draft, but how she ha- wasn't. How happy was uh, your fiance when you told her that she got uh, or that. Y- she got uh <laughs> that you got uh eric decker on your team uh she was uh she was pretty happy about that i think that pick was better for my home life than it was for my team to yeah. be quite on, quite honest with you they got these these women got an obsession with this oh Jesse my god and uh eric decker show it's going on it's 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 ridiculous so in honor of that because my fiance and aaron's wife are so obsessed with not only not only Eric, but his wife Jesse James, mm-hmm. who I'm not gonna lie, she's a babe. She is. She is a great looking woman. But my fiance tells me this. I think my fiance has a bigger crush on her than I do. Probably. And it's just it's ridiculous. So yeah, seventh round I took Eric Decker. Uh, you know, partially because I knew that. Uh, my fiance would be happy with that pick. And she would support your team throughout the year. And she would support my team throughout the year, for sure. I'm going to need it. You know, I need all the help I can get. I don't think it's a terrible pick, though. I mean, veteran receiver going to Tennessee. They don't have a it's, lot of veterans in their receiving pick, core. And I, I really appreciate it, and I applaud it. And I I mean, I can, t- honest to God, tell you that I would never listen to my wife when thinking about fantasy football. But you did. And you I made, did. And you, you made peace in the house. And... uh Speaking of peace in the house, me and Scott have a uh, we so after the draft they uh, do the first round matchups. First round matchups. Well, yeah, guess who plays each other? Me and Scott. Week one, we're gonna have a special segment on week one. Week one, I mean, we're gonna have to have a breakdown of this. Oh my goodness! And uh, Scott, why don't you introduce the uh, team names here? So week one, we have Betty White's Tutties, which is Aaron's team. Versus Big D Decker. And I'll let you leave it up to your own imaginations as to what the D stands for. So we play each other first round. I mean, or first uh, first week. I mean, it could be interesting. It could be a bloodbath. Um, we're probably going to drink. 
I would say we're definitely going to we're drinking now. Yeah, we're definitely going to be drinking during week one. Hundred percent. But you know, uh, I mean, we'll have, to, we'll have to cover that. It's you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of sad that it's week one. I kind of like seeing how my team pans out before we play each other. Right. But you know, it's just I mean, we're just going to go out banging it, like it no holds be, barred. It would be really awesome for like both of us to be like three and zero, and then meet up for like the like. Who goes four and zero and who goes three and one matchup? But now we're gonna do the uh, who who's gonna who's gonna start out zero and one? Who's gonna start out one and zero? Right. Who I mean, who who drafted better? Who's gonna play better? You know, based upon the draft. You know, so it'll be, it'll be fun. We'll have, uh, we'll have fun with it. It it will be fun, and uh, I I honestly cannot wait. It's gonna be uh, fantasy football. It's back, two weeks, baby. Two weeks. And Holy it's back. Sundays are back. Red zone, baby. It's going to be a Scott Hansen seven-hour commercial-free football <laughs> starts now. Only the action. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of fun, how much fun did you have this past weekend at Run? Oh, my gosh. I had so much fun. but uh, How much do you remember? Uh, well, we, uh, we exited really early, so we got to the beer tent even earlier. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, how was, uh, yeah. For the Gators, I don't even want to, I don't well. even want to talk about it. The, <laughs> the young kids put it to us. I mean, they just made us look, we made it, we had a couple errors that really killed us. Uh, they were hitting the middle. They were shooting mm. the middle and we, they were scoring runs. They were scoring from second. It was, uh, unbearable. Um, couldn't wait to get to the beer tent. Like I said, tore that baby up afterwards. And, uh, the rest is history. The Beavers are the champs, back to back. Um, congrats to them. But I don't know if we got it in us anymore. I mean, we're we're getting old. You know, it's gonna be hard to to maintain that, especially when you're playing a younger team like that. I do, you know? I do, uh, I do. Got a story for you though. So we, oh uh, god, we uh, leave. We leave Wren, and uh, I was the driver going. To Ren and uh, you weren't the driver leaving though. I can predict no, that. No, yeah, okay. Yeah, was not the driver leaving. It was your wife, was it not? Correct. correct. Okay. So she knew that I was not happy, so she uh, took the fall for the DD position. Um, so me and uh, me and uh, our pitcher Caleb, we were in the car, and we uh, obviously got to swing through Taco Bell. Taco so, Bell. Yep. So we swing through Taco Bell, and um, as we're going through, we we place our order, we get up to the window. And, you know, we're just like, Ash, make sure you get a hot sauce. We need the hot sauce, uh, get some mild, um, you know, all kinds of stuff. Well, the lady at the counter or the lady at the window rips her headset off. And this is exactly what she said. I am not exaggerating at all. This is exactly what she said. She said, this is the first segment. So we pull up. She opens the window. She asks us for our card. And she goes, why don't you be an effing manager? And we're just like, what the world is going on? <laughs> she is literally screaming at her manager right now. Her manager comes back and she goes, uh, yeah, well, I'm going to write you up. And the, the lady rips her headset back off again and says, write me effing up then. I don't care. And, and we're, me, we're just looking at each other like, what is going on? Can we just get, like, all we wanted was hot sauce. <laughs> So, you know, me and Caleb, we're, we're just like, we need hot sauce. We don't we don't care about your problems, like, if you get fired or whatever. <laughs> we just want hot sauce. We your want hot sauce. Matter. Like, we're in the mood for, like, we're in the mood for Taco Bell. We're we need drunk, hot we're sauce. We're pissed, though. yeah. Like, try eating, like, Taco Bell without sauce. <laughs> so, uh, 
This so, lady's about to get fired. All you want is hot sauce. Yeah, I don't care what. Like, you want to be an idiot? That's perfectly fine. But give me my hot sauce. So, uh, so like all all in the while, I'm thinking like, what's going on? And Ashley just kind of looks at us and she's like, "All right, let's don't say anything. Let's get out of here." So we we leave pretty quick, and uh, our buddies went through the drive through before us. And I know them like a hundred percent. When they go through Taco Bell, they get tons of hot sauce. They're the okay. Taco Bell fiends. So I mean, of America. They, like, literally, I I get on the horn with them, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, you guys got any hot sauce?" So he's like, "Yeah, we got plenty of hot sauce." <laughs> we literally get back to their house. They have a full Taco Bell bag of hot sauce. <laughs> Come to find out, that is why the uh, the chick at the counter got or the manager got mad at the uh, chick at the counter is because she gave him so much hot sauce. So now this chick is all, all ticked off at her boss because she gave the customer what he wanted. And I, I, I can't help but just laugh at this. So they went through before you, they took all the hot sauce and you get the aftermath of the manager yelling at her. Right. But the whole point of the story is like, you don't even offer me hot sauce. You're you're worried about cussing out your boss. Well, they probably didn't have any more after they. Very you know, true. Her friends took it. What are you What are you gonna do? The uh, the moral of the story is, I just want my hot sauce, and uh, I I really I really just uh, I'm I'm proud of my buddies did, for getting me that hot sauce. I was gonna say, did you get your hot sauce in the oh end? Oh my gosh, and and some. I was able to fill uh, my wife's purse up with extra hot sauce that we had, and to take it home. Because, I mean, we don't go to Taco Bell very often, but we have tacos a lot, and you're yeah. always just, like, looking for that hot sauce. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got so much stacked up. So All I right. appreciate Van Wert Taco Bell. Y'all hooked us up. Thank you, Van Wert Taco Bell. We got the hot sauce. Yeah. Even if you didn't give it to them, we got it from other ways. That's what she said. Appreciate it. Oh. Oh, my goodness. So, you guys didn't fare too well. The Gators did not have a good tournament. However, the Beavers did. It was a repeat for them. We've got a special guest. Special guests here. Yeah. The Ralstons. We got the Ralston brothers. Uh, we're going to get them on the horn, and they are back-to-back uh, wiffle ball champions at Wren, which is, I'm, I'm telling you, this is a feat. It's uh, impressive. MKS, MKS did the four-in-a-year run. They were unreal. This team, we watched them on Friday. They won 18 to nothing. It's insane. I mean, I mean the other team looked clueless, but but let's uh let's get to this interview with uh Cole and Brock. Yeah, let's hear about the Beavers. Let's hear about the Beavers uh back-to-back champions. Here we go. All right, guys. So we uh we want to welcome in the Ralston brothers on uh after a few podcasts. They are uh the back-to-back Ren Wiffleball champions. Uh we still a little sore from the weekend, boys. Oh yeah. Can't even move my legs still. Can't even move your legs. Yeah. How- Oh, God. Uh, congratulations, guys, on another impressive run and title. Um, does this one feel better than last year's, or how does it compare? Oh, I think it feels a little better. I mean, going back-to-back, I mean, that's pretty that's something else. To win one, it's pretty sweet, but uh, to do it back-to-back year, that's, that's pretty impressive, especially with all the good teams over there. Yeah, that's impressive. Is it, Has anybody else won it back-to-back like that? Yeah, there's been some teams. Uh, MKS, uh, Shotties, uh, even when they were a C ball, they won a couple times back to back. There's been been some teams, but uh, I think Jack said there's only three or four teams that have done it. So really? we're in pretty good company. There's uh, only been sure. three or four back to back champions. Yeah. 
That's what Jack said the wow. other night after we uh, after we won. It is not hard, that's, or it's not easy to win that baby. I can tell you that. That's impressive. So if you guys faced off against the old MKS team, MKS of old versus the Beavers in a five-game series, who wins that matchup? <laughs> oh man, that'd be a toss-up. I mean, it'd be back and forth. That's like LeBron and Michael Jordan playing. Like you'd win that. One. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> it's the Jesus Le- Christ. LeBron and Michael Jordan, if they played <laughs> wiffle ball. I, th- I think Jordan wins that one for sure. That's, that's for another day. But I, I would say, I would say that I think um, that we we stand a chance, and four four times is is a whole lot more than two, and we got a long way to go, but. That's pretty good company to even be talking and that, that kind of uh, being that kind of a question. That is, I mean, that's a good answer. I uh, I honestly don't know who I'd pick. MKS has been ruining our uh, lives for the past ten years, so it, <laughs> it's uh, I was kind of not sad, but kind of upset to see them just kind of give it away because if we were in our prime, we might have had a chance this year. But and that's uh, I doubt it. I mean, you've seen what happened to us. I was going to say, we'll, we'll talk about your guys' game later. Right Good. now, let's focus on the Beavers. Good grief. All right, here's a, here's a shooting question at you. You've won back-to-back titles. If I uh, said that I would pay you $5,000 and uh, you had to give up both of your titles, would you do it? No. Heck no. Not at all. Five being grand. A, being a red champion, no, being a red champion, that means, I mean, we only get nothing out of it, but it's just, Something to—that's something pretty sweet, or whatever. I mean, especially when you go over there when you're six years old, watching it every year. You know, it means more more than that. Or whatever. It's not about the money; it's about the pride. It is about the pride, that's and right. Uh, that's right. That's awesome. I I probably would say the exact same thing. So that's a great answer. Um, so here's a scenario for you. This is what happened in our game. I don't know if you guys were there at the time. So this is going to be a should we fight or not. Um, so, I mean, you know us, we were, we were ready to go. We thought we were going to win. Uh, obviously that just did not happen. Um, so we're, uh, or we're down nine to one last inning. The, uh, the dad of one of these guys old, he's got to be 60 years old. He, he goes out in left field, calls timeout, puts himself in the game and gets the last out for a save. Are we fighting or are we just letting it go? I mean, that is that is unreal. Well, if you would have fired, you probably would have got kicked out. Then you wouldn't have been able to go to the beer tent and enjoy the rest of the rest of it. So it's probably a good, good decision if you did. But if we would have gotten a fight, then we would have saved ourselves the misery of probably coming back next year and looking like a bunch of bag of crap. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know about that. Cause it's always good to see these see the old Gators on the uh, on the bracket, no matter where they fall. Do Do you guys do the uh, do the Beavers look forward to playing the Gators if they ever get a uh, get that draw? I, I I would definitely look forward to it, but I don't know if I could take the game serious. I take I take Green Wolf We take it pretty serious uh, in the Rolston household. And, and just having Hawk on the other end, I don't know him and him and the Davises. I don't know what, what, what would happen. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't take most people don't take Hawk or the Davis boys seriously. So I would have to agree with you <laughs> with that one. I do want to ask you a more serious question. Um, so you know, you know my feeling on having beers at Ren. Like you got to have at least two or three in your system before you play. 
I want to know best guess on how many beers your team had at Ren this weekend. Probably three or five max, but none the way we were playing. So like they would have had. I know our uh, our extra had a couple, and another guy had a couple, but I know that that's it. Three to five beers. Like the entire time. Yeah. I'm telling you what, if you guys were drinking the entire Ren days, you guys could probably be, like be five back to back to back to back to back champions. <laughs> wait, wait, well, maybe that's know, the secret I, to their success, I don't, I don't though. Know about that. We're not all like you, where we play better that way. Hey, I never said that. <laughs> exactly. You know, they've won back to back titles, so maybe drinking less beer is uh, advantageous in this scenario. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about all that, but. Well, boys, we appreciate it. We uh, congratulate you on the back-to-back. Next year, is it going to be the hat trick? I mean, we're in good, good position for it. We're going to try our best or whatever. We'll say, see what I would say it's one game at a time. That's, uh, that's how we look at it. Yeah, you can't win the whole thing. you got to win the next one. And yeah. that's kind of the mindset that we take with it. So we, we hope so, but we got a long way to go. That's what I love to hear. I'll be over there watching. I don't know if I'm going to be playing. I... Uh, I'm trying to talk into getting uh, me a spot up there by uh, Dave Bowen, and I just podcast the whole thing up there. How about that? Um, that, that, sounds, that sounds awesome. So I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to get a petition. We'll have to go cover it next year. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to do that because uh, I can't embarrass myself on the field again like that. <laughs> so, um, but I appreciate. Uh, we appreciate you guys joining us. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sounds good, Hawk. We appreciate. it. All right, so uh, this week on Would You Rather, I got to go first. Would you rather? Um, it's going to be our last segment of the night, and uh, I got a little little uh, stumper for, for Scott here. It's kind of disgusting. I don't know if I could answer this. Oh, boy. And I'm going to choose not to, so I'm no, not, no, 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 no. not going to answer my own question, and you're not going to answer your own question. No, 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 that's not how this works. Gosh dang it. You're going to answer this. We All both right. have to answer. All right, here we go. Uh, would you rather wear someone else's dirty underwear or use their toothbrush? Uh, oh, God. That's, that's, that's a whole nother level of gross. I mean, it's gross. Is there like, a clarification on how dur- dirty the underwear are? Can't clarify. There's no clarification. I mean, like somebody sharded in there? Dude, I've, oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just don't know what's been going on there. What have they been doing? I've got to go toothbrush. I have to go toothbrush. Ugh. Like, that's gross. But I feel like that is far less gross Ugh. than underwear, for sure. I mean, it's it's just... I, uh. Like, I would use my wife's toothbrush, but... I, I mean, thought you were going to say you would use your wife's underwear. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to wear my wife's underwear, and we're going to call that a day. No, hey. but... I mean, you got. I can't. I can't use somebody else's toothbrush like that's in my mouth. Like I can taste that. I can't. Uh, I can't taste un- like sickness, dirty underwear on my butt. So I'm gonna go with uh, underwear because I literally, if I put that in my mouth, I'm like, come on, man, I can taste that. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I see your point. That's uh, that's a difficult one. I, I like that's one that is a stumper. I will give you that. I, I got to go. You got to go with underwear because. No, I, I just. Dude, that's so gross, though. Come on. Yeah, but you're putting somebody else's, like, germs oh, in your God. mouth. Like. Yeah, but you're putting somebody else's germs in and around your naughty bits. That doesn't bother you more no, than the mouth? Not really. 
it depends if they're like whitey tighties or like oh my god like i said they got a poop stain on there i'm oh, I, you know okay. and we're, then we're then okay. we're we're getting into too many details nope. with that. Yep. Let's. We're not even going further down this track. Oh my god. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Okay. What you got for me? Would you rather have no eyebrows or have the thickest unibrow you have ever seen? Oh my. I mean, I'm gonna go with. Uh... I'm going to go with no eyebrows. Like, at that point, like, I just don't care about what's going on up there. Have you seen someone with no eyebrows? Yeah. I mean, there, uh, there's the one dude that plays for, what, Kansas State. He's half albino. Uh, he looks like he don't have eyebrows. Oh, my God. But, uh, I mean, unibrow, like, I don't know. I think I got a phobia against that. I don't know. You got a phobia against unibrows. I, I is, there a, is there a medical name for that? I'm sure there is. It, it's, uh, I, I don't think I would want a unibrow. But I don't really care about my eyebrows. Like, I don't really care how I look. Like, I'm married. Like, it's over <laughs> for me. Like, it's, it's all downhill for me. Right. right. So, you can like, just that's let why, yourself go. Right. That's why I'm drinking. Like, I can get, I don't have to, like, work out. Like, what, what, do, I, what do I have to so, prove? So, if you, it doesn't matter to you either way. If you have a unibrow, you don't have any eyebrows. You're already married you're good to go right so you're saying like if you want to divorce me because i don't have eyebrows <laughs> like let let's figure this out <laughs> yeah well that's what you said about Kyrie earlier they couldn't figure it out yeah so. i mean that's true but they didn't also get a 30 pack and drink about it we would have we would have got like we're we're getting a 30 pack so the eyebrows conversation you're getting good and drunk and then you're talking about that yeah we're getting a 30 okay. pack yeah i would say i would take the unibrow for sure. Ugh. Just people without eyebrows, they look like aliens. Right, man. but right now I'm looking at you. You Come got on. glasses on. I can't even see your eyebrows. You wear your glasses the whole time. Yeah. You know, you got so. a unibrow and it's bushy, like it's popping out of your eyeglasses. Yeah, but here's the, so I feel like I can, if I'm allowed to maintain the unibrow. Okay, now we're talking maintain. Now that wasn't part of the question because I can trim it. Yeah. So we'll just assume that you have to keep the unibrow. I'm just on. assuming that I'm it's still like going the unibrow, American man. Pie guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm assuming that like it's like fluffing everywhere. Yeah. Going six ways to sideways. I, you know, I will still take the unibrow. I think that's less weird. Well, I don't know. Take I guess, me as I am. I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess we're gonna just gonna agree to disagree. I don't have. I don't think we've. We haven't agreed once. on. No, we haven't agreed we, on we, these. I, and we might not. We might not. We have different uh, views on things, so that's great. We're going to get the best takes on that. Uh, what do you guys think? Hit us up on Twitter. Put a poll out there. We'll put a poll out. We'll put a poll out. Uh, Let us know. So what? What do we got? At After a Few Podcasts. Yeah, After a Few Podcasts. And, uh, give me. Get, we need uh, retweets and likes here. We, we got to get this thing rolling. Um we got if you uh, like us tell your friends yeah tell your friends we're gonna we're gonna be trying to get on apple podcast here soon uh so we'll let you know with that um but More we are what what uh we're gonna be coming we're gonna be coming uh next that's what she said um but oh. but uh the mayweather mcgregor we got special get coverage on mayweather mcgregor coming up so we're gonna be getting that in and then uh we're just going to keep trying to put these out and uh we're going to keep throwing bangers out. Yeah, we're going to throw bangers out and see what see what happens here. Um 
But I, I'm a, I mean, I'm going to say peace. I got to go. That does it for today. His wife's mad at him. He's got to leave. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go. My, uh, we got to go. She's got to go to bed. She's got to, we got, they got to work. He's just got to go. Yeah, I got to go. We got to go. All right. Love you. Peace. Ya. Love you guys.